You're listening to the Reman Initiative. This is a short form podcast dedicated to reclaiming men for the kingdom of God, helping them recover from religion, reintroducing them to the truth and the power of the gospel of Jesus, and then teaching them not how to live as good men, but how to live as resurrected men. Welcome to the Reman Initiative. Hey everybody, welcome to the show and thank you as always for taking just a few minutes out of your week to spend them with me. We're going to go into week four of the uh, series I was calling Graves, Slaves and Sons. For the past few weeks, I felt led by the Holy Spirit to set a foundation for those of you who listen to the show. Those who are in Christ and those who are not yet. One of the most transformational days of my life was the day when I woke to the knowledge and the full confidence that I was truly a much-loved Son of God. Truthfully, much of my self-seeking, self-protective, self-promoting, self-satisfying sin that had me bound in chains that, even as a believer in Jesus, still weighed heavy on me and kept me from enjoying the abundant life that Jesus spoke of, They were rooted in a narrative that played over and over and over in my mind. I was not a loved son. I was never good enough. And if anybody truly knew me, they'd reject me at once. I would always be overlooked. No one ever loved Joe for who he really was. And that if I were to receive love, I had only a couple of paths that I could choose. One, learn to be what others thought or what I thought others wanted me to be. This led to a lifestyle of people pleasing that was massively destructive to my own soul and to the lives of those who I touched. Two, do what I want. Love me first, even at the expense of others around me. Yes, just hide it as well as I could, but still focus on me. After all, if I was to be happy, it was up to me, because nobody else gave a rat's rear end about my joy. But the day when I woke, and I knew beyond any shadow of any doubt, that Jesus knew me more intimately than I even knew myself. And still loved me. That not only had he not overlooked me, but he loved me before I was even in my mama's womb. And that all of my life he had been pursuing me to make me his son. That day was the day that started a transformation of my heart, my mind and soul that I will eternally be grateful for. And I'll tell everybody who will listen to it, who will listen to my story about that day. Before that day ever happened, I'd heard hundreds of Easter sermons and heard men tell the stories of Jesus' life and his crucifixion and resurrection countless times 
But the power and the wonder and the riches of that truth, it just seemed to be, to be for others, not really for me. Sure, I believe Jesus was the Son of God. And I'd even asked him to save me, but that, that was a transaction. It was like accepting a ticket to a concert or a football game. I'd be in the arena, I'd get to see the show, but I wasn't a part of the team. I wasn't in the band. I was simply a grateful or casual observer, still overlooked. A nameless face in a sea of other attendees. But this is not what Jesus gave his life to achieve. He didn't suffer the beatings and the tortures of Rome and their instrument of cruel death, the cross, so he could buy tickets for those of us who wanted to see the show. He didn't give his last breath and worst of all, experienced the weight of all of our sins with such finality that even the Father had to turn away because it was more than he could look on so that we could get some free fire insurance. Mm -mm. He did all of this so that we might become the sons of God. Hebrews 2, verse 10 says this, For it was fitting that he, for whom and by whom all things exist, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering. I know I've read this next passage so many times to you all, but I want you to hear it again. And I'm praying that this will sink into your hearts, into the hearts of my brothers and sisters who hear this, and that tomorrow, when you wake, it becomes an absolute truth and a lived-in reality for you. The Apostle Paul is teaching and training the new believers who are in Rome. And he says this to them. So then, brothers and sisters, we are under obligation, not to the flesh. Not to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But... If by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery leading again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba. Father, the Spirit himself bears witness to our spirit that we are God's children. And if children, then heirs, namely heirs of God and also heirs, fellow heirs with Christ, 
If indeed we suffer with him, so we may also be glorified with him. Paul goes on to say, For I consider that our present sufferings cannot even be compared to the glory that will be revealed to us. For the creation, all creation eagerly waits for the revelation of the sons of God. When this becomes your reality, the habitual sin that seems to have its hooks in you and drag you down into the depths of guilt and shame can be put to death. Because as sons and daughters, we are no longer obligated to sin or to its masters. We, born of the Holy Spirit, sons and daughters of God, can by the power of the Holy Spirit put all that binds us to death, never to be resurrected again. Those who allow themselves to be led by the Holy Spirit, those are the children of God. Those who are led by the Holy Spirit are are, are not fearful, but fearless. They no longer think like slaves and orphans. They think like much-loved sons and daughters. The Holy Spirit, the spirit of adoption in the God's family, bears witness to this absolute truth inside of our own spirits. The doubts and the questions are gone. With joy in our hearts, we can cry out, Abba, Daddy, Father, and know that we've never been overlooked or unwanted, but that we are the Father's great delight and His treasured children. As His children, we will suffer in this world. Because this world hates the Father, this world hates the Son, and all those who are of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As heirs and joint heirs with Jesus, all that is His is ours. And while for a brief time, we must share in the sufferings of Christ, He is always with us, giving us the strength and the power to bear whatever we must face, and filling us with an absolute, unshakable hope that whatever we may face here in this life, it ain't even worthy to be compared to what he has planned for us. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard of the wonders that the Father has prepared for those who love him. All of creation eagerly waits, literally aches to see you and I come into that full inheritance. My prayer for you today is that your sonship, your status as a son or daughter of the king of the universe will be revealed to you today, and it will become an absolute reality. For it was fitting for him, for whom and through whom all things exist in bringing many sons to glory to make the pioneer, the founder of their salvation, perfect through sufferings. The gospel is the story of the work that was done on our behalf 
by the pioneer, the foundation of our salvation, the founder of our salvation, Jesus of Nazareth, the Messiah, the preeminent Son of God, so that we might become sons of God. As we come up on Easter 23, I hope and pray this sinks so deep into your hearts that worship this Easter is radically different because you are truly offering our Father love from grateful hearts that are beginning to fully grasp the depths of His love for us. We were dead. We were slaves. And He, through His Son, has given us the power through His Holy Spirit to become the sons and the daughters of the Most High God, to be forgiven of all of our sins, washed and made pure, guilt and shame to be removed, condemnation to no more be a part of our existence, and instead to live in the full rights, authority, and inheritance of the children of God. Until next week, may the Lord bless and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. God bless, guys. You've been listening to the Reman Initiative, and I'm the host and the founder of the Reman Initiative, Joe Bailey. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing here, you can check us out on the web at www.experienceremand.com. There is a contact page there, and I would love to hear from you. Hey, if you're a leader of a men's group and you'd like to talk with me about coming and speaking to your group of men, why don't you reach out to me on that contact page, or you can send me an email at joe at experienceremand.com. I'm going to be accepting speaking engagements in the second half of 2023, and I'd love to talk with you about that opportunity. If you do like what we're doing here, consider dropping us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening on, or heck, go a step further and share the show with another man. Until next week, God bless, brothers. We'll talk to you soon.